Hello, everybody. Welcome to Republican National Convention Week. And while I would love to sit here and talk about why Donald Trump is probably going to win this year's election, and I become more and more convinced of that with every passing minute, I would rather focus on something else that's happening right now. Uh, I will say that what I've heard of the, of the convention and what I've heard of the speeches is actually pretty good. Um, I really like the First Lady's speech. And, and there, there's just a lot of uh, positivity um, being thrown around, which is a good thing because it counters what, of course, we heard from the Democrats. And speaking of the, uh, the countering in this uh, and the why the two parties are on polar opposite ends of the spectrum at this point, uh, I refer you to the once again explosion of riots, uh, protests, and once again, the spinning of a situation that uh, is certainly a lot more than cops shooting black man in the back as he runs away. Um, of course, that is the narrative that the media spins. If we have examined the videos with any degree of objectivity and actually looked at them, we will see that that is hardly the correct analysis. But, of course, leftists don't care about facts. They only care about what they're being spoon-fed by the media. And the media is stoking the flames of all of these protests and riots, and they choose not to admit it. Uh, and worse, Democrats are not only condoning it with their silence, they're encouraging it. They're flat out saying that this is a good thing. AOC just recently said, uh, I believe late last week, um, that... She's proud of people, you know, taking power into their own hands and taking to the streets. This is not what's happening. That is a far cry from what is happening. This isn't civil disobedience. This isn't um, the, the just citizens standing up for what they believe is right. That's not what this is. And what we have to face as a nation is the fact that far-left insanity has reached the point of blind hate and violence. The reason why Democrats are studiously avoiding this issue is because they know it exposes their faults. And their number one fault is spreading the hate and division that they claim they want to stop and they claim is coming from the right. You've never ever seen right-wing protesters of any kind literally kicking old people in the head or, or pulling arms on people for absolutely no reason other than the fact that they're white. These are race riots of the, of the first order. It's fascism on a grand scale. When you have people accosting people because of the color of their skin, that's racism. And Democrats can't even face the fact that that's really what's happening. This isn't about restructuring the police or how they function. or This is about going after white people. This is about going after cops. This is about hating the country. This is why at a protest outside the uh, a courthouse in Wisconsin, protesters are caught on video screaming, kill the police and death to America. Now, that has nothing to do with fixing the problems in this country. Those sentiments are terrorist sentiments. Those sentiments are criminal sentiments. If anybody said that on the right side of the aisle, if there was a conservative protest and they identified themselves as Republicans or conservatives and they said, death to America or kill the police, 
that would be roundly condemned by the media, by Hollywood, and of course by leftists. Allowing them to say these things and, and just flat out saying it's okay and that they're not causing a problem, despite the fact that fires and looting and shootings are taking place in these uh, situations, you are acknowledging that, yes, you are the party of hate and division and that you're okay with it. Even CNN had to admit that this is a, quote, blind spot for Democrats. That they, because they refuse to uh, talk about this, because they refuse to condemn it, because not one of them will stand up and say, this is wrong. This is a very clear message to America and its voters that Democrats have become dangerous and nothing more. They want to destroy the country. They want to kill cops for no reason. They want to kill white people. This is where you have a bunch of black people marching on the streets, demanding that white people give up their homes to them for no other reason than one group is white and one group is black. That's it. We have these issues that are spreading at a wildfire pace only because Democrats have pushed the narrative, pushed people into crazy town, and have simply allowed it to happen. And when it did happen, they don't even stand up and say, no, this is wrong. Now, on the flip side, you've got people like Trump and, and, and his constituency standing there and saying, you know, regardless of what you people say about us, we actually do care about equality. We care about freedom of speech. We care about tolerance. And I want to give you a, an example of something that happened locally where I am. A uh, chief of police is being asked to resign because of statements he made on his Facebook page. His personal Facebook page, mind you, but of course, these days, that's irrelevant. Nothing is personal. Everything is public. And he made some statements about, um, you know, all he said was that there were a lot of people who had come to the area. It's a, it's a rural area who had come to the area from the city. And of course, the city is highly leftist. Most people coming from New York. And they want to change everything in the town. They want to change all the idiots. To, they want to change it to progressive policy. They want everything in there to be just as insane as it is in New York City. And the chief of police is saying, you know, we're not doing it this way. You, if you, if you, why did you leave if you liked it so much? Why come here and force your ideas on us when you left? That doesn't even make any sense. And they're accusing him of bigotry and accusing him of, because he said something like, well, so we're putting, you know, veterans and homeless people down on the priority list while every uh, illiterate gangbanger that jumps the fence is given free health care and a free pass and basically free everything. And, of course, they took issue with the illiterate gangbanger statement. He's not signaling out any particular race. He's just saying the gangbangers who are illiterate are coming here and getting free stuff. And, of course, they are and have been for a very long time. And that's all we rail against. We're not railing against legal immigration. We're not railing against people who want to come here and work hard and adapt and assimilate to the culture. No, we're railing against the criminals who come here and cause trouble. That's all he's saying. And he said a number of other things that are even much tamer than that, which, you know, basically just we happen to, uh, and he said flat out, which is what I've been saying for years now. He says, look, I'm the most tolerant person there is. I, I never looked at anybody by the color of their skin. I only care what kind of a person they are, if they're a decent person, if they're a hard worker, if they've got a good heart. This is all the things I always used to care about. I never cared about anything else. Now you've shoved it down my throat so often, now I care. My tolerance has been strained to the limit. 
It never was before. I was perfectly tolerant. I didn't cause these people any trouble. I invited them into my community. And you're basically now saying that all the problems going on are still my fault. You've pushed all of us to that limit. And now they're starting to turn around and go, you know what? To hell with all of you. You are forcing us into positions of intolerance when we never wanted to be there in the first place. I have said in the past that, you know, growing up, I, I never I never even considered uh, the idea of being racist or people of different colors and ethnic creeds and ethnicities and that they would be any different. One of my best friends growing up was black. One of my best friends growing up was Jewish. Uh, I, 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 movies and songs, entertainment, I mean, I, I listened to all kinds of, when I was a kid, I was growing up in the 90s, I really liked gangster rap. I was into that. A lot of us were. You know, it was the form of rebellion for suburban kids in those days. I don't, I think it's junk now, grown up, I think, but I, I watched it then. And again, I think it's junk now. It has nothing to do with the, the, the color of the people's skin. It's just, it's junk. It's garbage. Um, and I, I used to have no problem with this. I never did. I didn't care. And you're trying to tell me I always did. You're trying to tell me, oh, no, you were always racist. You're trying to tell me that now it's all my fault, that despite the fact that I never did anything bad to anybody, that I certainly never had slaves, that now I'm going to owe them something for something I never did or never was even in my head. And now you pushed me to the point where, honestly, if I see a television show or movie and it's just all black people, I'm not even watching it. I don't even care what it's about. Now, okay, you can call that racist. You pushed me to this. I can't deal with it anymore. Leave me alone. If you had just shut up and decided to say, okay, look, just everybody seems to be okay with this. Every, we're not, you know, there are no massive race riots and there never needed to be. Everything would have been fine. But no, you pushed it. And you know what? You pushed it with your own hate and division. You pushed it with your own racism and fascism. And that's why you are the ones burning cars and burning buildings and hurting people. It's all on your end. Every bit of it. Right now, it's all on you. I have a friend of my mother's who is uh, wildly leftist, and um, my mother, she doesn't talk about politics at all. Just She has no choice. If she wants to keep her friendships, she has no choice. These people are uh, the most intolerant, narrow-minded humans alive. If you disagree with them, they'll just cut you out of their lives. That's straight-up fascism, but you can't say it. And my mom just sort of very lightly said, because she was blathering about how great Biden was, I said, you know, four days of Democrat speeches and not one, not one mentioned the riots. And by the way, all the stuff, the new stuff that's happening, the new riots, they're not mentioning that either. They're not saying anything. And it's all on their side. It's all supposedly, quote, their people who are doing this and standing up and burning things and hurting people. They're not saying a word. And you won't believe what this person replied. This person replied in an email. That she said about Biden, she says, why didn't, why didn't, my mother said, why didn't he say anything? Why didn't he address these riots? Why didn't he make a statement? This person said, it's not his job. Now, I don't even comprehend what that means. What do you mean it's not your job? You want to be the president of the country. And it's not your job to speak out against massive riots? I don't understand. I don't get it. And then she said, of course, that the protesters and the rioters who are doing these things aren't actually the, the protesters. They're giving the protesters a bad name. I'm confused. Those are the only protesters I see. They're the ones screaming death to America and kill police. 
Where where are these peaceful ones? Where, they're they're in everybody's face. They're blocking traffic. They're threatening people with weapons. They're threatening people with just fights. They're not being peaceful. None of this has been peaceful. None of it. You might have a little group somewhere who's just standing around picket lots of picket signs. Fine, but that is not what's causing the problem right now. There are hundreds and thousands of people all around this country, all in Democrat cities, I may add, that are running amok. And yes, those are the protesters. And yeah, you give them a bad name because that's who they are. That's what these people are doing. And we're going to have to do something about it. And Democrats aren't. This is their Achilles heel right now. Heading into November, this is their Achilles heel. Now, I don't. hey, if protesters and rioters want to keep this up, that's fine with me. Because all it's doing is basically giving Trump another advantage. It's giving voters another reason not to vote Democrat. Because they can't even stand up and say this is wrong. If I was on the Democrat Party and I saw this happen, the very first thing I would recommend uh, speakers say is, is you got to find, find a way to deal with this. You have to address this somehow. Point towards the, find, find some footage of peaceful protesting and use it and say, okay, no, this is really what we believe. You know, we believe in peaceful civil civil disobedience and protests and, and some civil uprisings that bring attention to the problems in our country. This is what we support. We do not support this and then, you know, show somebody throwing a firebomb. That's what they needed to do. And they haven't done it. Now, there's no reason to do that. There's no reason to ignore it unless you're complicit, unless you actually support it. And that is the very clear message. That's, that's the only interpretation we can get from this. That's the only interpretation voters with a brain are getting from this. You talk about unity and togetherness, you got none of it. Oh, by the way, let's not forget that of the 3,500 or so delegates, uh, well over a thousand did not vote for the party platform. They were basically, uh, as I understand it, they were Bernie supporters. There's a lot more dissension among the ranks in the Democrat Party than they want you to believe. They weren't even going to release that number. They weren't even going to tell you that there was that, uh, that many people standing against the platform in their own party until the Sanders camp demanded that they release those numbers. They want to hide the dissension. They want to hide the fact that there are some Democrats standing up across the country going, we can't take this anymore. You've gone too far to the left. We're not going to stand for this. You've turned your constituency into thugs, blind, lapdog thugs, thieves, hoodlums. That's all they are. If you take aside any one of these people and say, why are you doing this? And ask them that question. They can't answer you. They haven't the slightest clue. They just scream about cops killing black people and white, pe and white privilege. And they have nothing. They have no evidence. They have no statistics. They have nothing. They just scream at you and then throw something at you. This is the level of civilization that we have sunk to, which is, in point of fact, no civilization. This, these are riots and protests that are eating away at the core of our society. They are flying in the face of everything that stands on the, the, the solid foundations of society. We have police uh, officers in Chicago and other cities saying we can't do our jobs now. And you know what? We're not going to. I think it was in Chicago. The, 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 one of the town or city police chiefs said we're pulling out. Uh, we have found that every single, people, uh, every single person we've arrested in the past few months has just let out immediately with absolutely no punishment, none whatsoever, not even a fine. 
Nothing that we're doing has anything to do with justice. And I'm not going to put my, my men and women in harm's way when it's entirely pointless. Nothing is happening. We can't do anything to serve and protect. You've hamstringed us in that capacity. So what's the point? We're pulling out. We can't have this. That has nothing to do with fixing problems inside. You think that there are problems that we can fix. That's fine. This is not how you react to them. This is not doing anybody any favors. This is only proving my point and the point of many on the right side of the aisle, which is that you have become thugs with no brain. You cannot even begin to figure out why you're doing this. This is what happens when emotion runs rampant in the body. This is what happens when emotion takes over logic and common sense and regular cognitive thought. Ayn Rand warned of this many, many decades ago, that when emotion essentially erases the raw intelligence of a human, they become an animal. That's what separates us from the animals, our capacity for rational thought. And that rational thought hinges on a variety of factors. It hinges on our ability to listen and consider and cogitate and come to our own conclusions and, sim and look at the facts and not be led down a certain path without using our own force of will and saying, I don't know about this. I need to learn more about this. They didn't learn anything about this, this last uh, shooting. Uh, they didn't watch the video. They didn't, none of it. They watched the snippets that, oh, look, black, uh, black person being shot police bad. That's it. We're going to start fires. They don't want to know any more about it. And worse, they're not going to believe it if you tell them or even show them. It won't matter. That's what the, that's the point we've reached. And the mainstream media is just making it worse because they're complicit as well. I, I, you, you hear about uh, progressive groups demanding that, uh, I think it's CNN or whatever channel is, gonna, is hosting the Republican National Convention to have a time delay a time delay so the people who are speaking can be, quote, fact-checked to combat the spread of, quote, dangerous misinformation, which is, has nothing to do with anything besides the fact that they're against freedom of speech. They don't want these people saying things that they don't believe in. That's it. They're not saying anything that's false. They're not saying anything that is wrong. They're saying they're, it's their own opinion of things. This is the way things are. We, I suppose Democrats never need to be fact-checked. Right? We're not going to have a time delay to fact check them because everything they say is accurate. What, what world what, am I living in? You know, th this, this is allowed to happen? How is this equal? Nothing, this is my point, nothing that they're going after, nothing that they're striving for has anything at all to do with equality and tolerance and love for fellow man. None of it. That's what we're pulling for. That's what we want. Not what you want, and it's clear. And the, your silence on these riots makes it clear as day that you have no interest in doing anything but sparking violent revolution for absolutely no reason. And if you think there is a reason, this isn't how you go about it. It never was. It never is. And all it does is show just how transparent you are in your attempts to basically put this country, bring this country to its knees. That's all it is. You watch some of these videos of these protesters and rioters, you think these people are productive citizens? You think they ever will be? You think that these people have anything that they want to do besides hurt this country? When you're screaming to do America and, and kill all police and equally vile things and lashing out at people simply because of the color of their skin, you, you're, you're a flat-out fascist criminal. You need to get out. You have no interest in fixing this country. You want to destroy this country. Per your words, 
destroy America. It's almost like they imported crowds from Iran or something. It makes it difficult to believe that so-called residents of this country are standing there and saying these things and doing these things. But they are. And they're all vote one way. That tells anybody with a brain, I am not siding with that party. They're completely insane. And their leaders are condoning it. And, you know, because they're condoning it, they're essentially silently encouraging it. We cannot support that in any way. And that's just one of many things we can't support on the left. But right now, this is the biggest one. This is their Achilles heel. This is the thing that they're not going to be able to get past. They have to address this. And if they don't do it before the November balloting starts, they're completely screwed. Biden needs to do something. His campaign needs to stand up and say, this is wrong. Or everyone, everyone who's looked at these things said, you know what, this is just another reason to go the, the other way. And then if we turn control over to you people, there, there won't be anything left of this country. It's, you know, I, I don't want to do the doom and gloom thing. I, I prefer what Republicans are doing, at, for example, at the RNC, where they're taking a more positive approach. And, and I, I can't stand the endless uh, hate spewing from the left. And I, but this just needed to be said. This needed to be said. Because the rioting just apparently won't stop. And they're not saying anything about it. And that is proof enough to me. So... That's it for today. Uh, let me know if, if you have any thoughts on the matter. It's uh, always nice to hear from listeners. I, I thank you for tuning in. Um, available on all the major podcast services. Um, you know, and you can always subscribe. It's free. Never any ads. Do just one short show a week. Please share with your friends if you think they might be interested. Um, and uh, hopefully we will see uh, another red wave coming for November because... Frankly, this country cannot handle a blue one. Um, I, I don't even know what would happen then, but definitely get out there and vote in November. And uh, in the meantime, um, let's just stay vigilant. Uh, and uh, I thank you, and I'll see you again next week.